Hello and welcome to Hacks and Slash, the game call a podcast where we read aloud fan fiction of questionable quality in celebration of October 1st, the end day, the day that the NES cult classic Crystallis proclaimed would be more or less the end of the world, we're going to read a Crystallis fan fiction, except we couldn't find any on the internet, so we wrote our own. As a collaboration of everyone on Game Cola staff, we humbly present to you The End Day, A Tale of Love. I'm Nathaniel Hoover, staff writer and editor for GameCola.net, and I'm accompanied by a couple of other people who are going to be bringing beautiful justice to this work of art. I'm Alex Jedrzak, Jedder-in-Chief of GameCola.net, and I will be playing our hero, Steve, someone, and someone who was there. I am Joseph Martin, staff writer. I will be playing the parts of Messiah Messiah. Your pronunciation mileage may vary. Uh, Bob the Echidna, that townspeople, Harry Potter, and Dio the Rabbit. I'm Shannon Hoover, staff writer for GameCola.net, and I will be playing Mado, Carmen, Sabera, Kelbesque, and the horse. Okay, so it is a Crystallis fan fiction after all. There are some characters from the game. Yeah, that horse. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, hey, they had Dio I'm the a character. I'm a character from the game. <laughs> At least one. That townspeople. <laughs> there are townspeople over that game. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski. I'm also a staff writer for GameCola.net, and I will be doing the voice of Queen of the Amazons, Fairy, XXX, Darker Than Black, XXX, not spelled than, spelled then, like T-H-E-N, Athena and Hermione. And without further ado, let's kick it off with Chapter 1. As Messiah and our hero stood at the edge of the cliff, watching the wondrous floating tower sink into the horizon, their minds were flooded by thoughts of everything that had transpired in the last several days. Our hero had awakened from a century of cryosleep, learned the magic of the four wise men, and acquired the elemental swords that combined into the mighty Crystallis. He had defeated the corrupt emperor, along with his four top generals, throwing the empire into chaos— but he couldn't have done it without the help and sacrifice of so many others, least of all, Messiah. As if sensing each other's thoughts, they turned their gaze away from the tower, locking eyes with each other. This was the moment they had both been waiting for, a moment of calm to finally do what had been burning inside of them all this time. House party! They exclaimed in unison. The pair of young wizard robots ran down the hill, jumping and laughing, excited to finally have some time off from saving the world. I'll use telepathy to call all the wise men and tell them to get everyone they know. We can't forget the dwarves from Oak or the girls from Amazones. If we use the castle in Portoa, we'll have plenty of room for everybody. Messiah was nerves, because even though every lady in the universe adored his swishing purple hair and rockin' sunglasses, he was nervous because he was humble, and people thought it was cool that he was humble. But he thought being humble was lame because he was awesome. Our hero said, Don't be nerves, Messia, because I know, <laughs> I now for a fact that this will have be the best house party and you will get a good time and fun. Messiah were not very sure. Who could be sure? Why would they be sure? Was sureness a thing that I exist ex existed in this world? Or was that something that belonged to the world he left behind? Only with a party could he know for sure, Tane. 
While our hero was pondering these existential questions, <laughs> stepped up the vocabulary there, <laughs> Messiah jabbed him in the ribs. Hello? Were you even listening to me, Zaya? Do I say we'll that? See what I we'll did there. see what I did there. <laughs> I guess that, well, I don't know, that could have got either way as the narrator. Anyways, no one laughed. Messiah coughed, then continued. <coughs> we gotta get some food for this crazy party. Also, some of the alcohol, because we require alcohol for a good time. Right, dude? It's because... Because. Because. Wait a minute. Oh. Not because. I am apparently replying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> Messiah asked, concerned. But what if bad people show up? You're right, said our hero. But also, Alchol is not nearly as magic enough for such a grand party. We must first quest to the ancient lands of Athapokle. To claim the magic party elixir, of which Novillian, elixir of which Novillian has the ability to partake, we may also meet my robot second cousin, who is a master of all partying, and even more powerful than I am on max level when he is level one. And his name is a middle schooler named Steve, but he is above all dumb middle school drama. Why are they suddenly robots? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go They've with been it. robots. They've been robots. When Messiah was a girl, but whatever. I mean, we'll just we'll we'll go with it. They reached the gate to wherever they're going, and as usual, our hero pulled out his sword. Urgh! He shouted, bashing the locked door over and over again, probably like fifty times at least. Why won't it ever open? Oh come on! Said Messiah, rolling his robot wizard eyes under his sunglasses. You just need to have the key equipped and then walk into the general vicinity of the door, like this. Then Messiah walked up to the door, which then disappeared, allowing Messiah to enter. Meantime, the hero walked round beside the hose, be- behind the hose, I'm sorry I said that wrong, and kicked down the other door with his sword foot. Standing on the other <laughs> side was General Kelbest. Oh, bet, oh, BT, <laughs> you thought I was dead said General Keblitz, who was dead. <laughs> but I knew you were having a party, so I come to crash your party. Ha 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 ha. Also, I'm not really dead, because of reasons that are too complicated to get into right now, but let's just say it involves a handkerchief and some timey-wimey stuff. Author's note, Doctor Who reference, they are so funny! Use the horse, Luke! Screamed Mercer and lolled. <laughs> That's all I got now. I'll probably edit this part later, lol. And maybe out a horse. General Kel Beast stared judgingly at the hero and Masai. Look, I have no fudging idea what you two think you're doing with that horse. But the main thing here is y'all are not getting any alcohol for your party. Because it's all in this pile behind me. And I'm about to blow it up. Now. Like, literally now. So you should probably leave. Uh, okay, so the southern accent is appropriate because it's there is so a y'all in there. <laughs> yeah, just saying, that worked Ge- out. <laughs> General Kel Best really hoped that the kids would leave so they wouldn't find out he was throwing his own party, which, provided he had all the alcohol, would be the Kel Best party anyone had ever seen. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I also like that uh, his name is Kel Besk, and it has not been spelled correctly once. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we missed an opportunity for Kel Bisk. Um, <laughs> for us. Uh, now, our hero and Messiah were actually robots on a wizard quest for magic elixir alcohol, but they certainly didn't like General Kerblast's attitude <laughs> toward the parties, so they decided that it was time for a good bop. Our hero took his sword and he threw it while Messiah ran toward the good, bad general and shouted, This is for all the beans in the pudding. Well, that's Excuse just something me. me and my bestie like to say. Smiley, winky, smiley, winky, winky, smiley face. General <laughs> Kelbest. That way. What was it? Huh? Oh, it was that Wait, me? hold on. You might have been right. You might have been <laughs> right. I needed I, That came at me too fast. That's true. There's there's no closing quotation mark here, so could be anybody. Well, okay, Maybe so it's is just hero took his sword and threw it while Messiah ran toward the good bad general and shouted. Oh, whoops. Oh, was that... <laughs> well, it's too late now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just keep going. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> None of General... this matters. General Kilbest was all... Oh, no, you didn't. And pulled out his a crossbow. He pointed it at our hero and dot, 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 author's note cliffhanger. You'll have to read the next chapter to find out what happens next. Chapter two. General Kelbest. <laughs> it was a collaboration. General Kelbest's a crossbow shimmered dramatically for a moment, then drooped like a wet napkin with a totally not an eight-bit sound font of boing oing 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 oing. Before General Kelbest could summon a... What? Our hero's sword went whooshing... I'm sorry, not e- there's not even an H. It's, it's <laughs> whooshing into his foot. What an uncool party it would be for him now. Messiah was no help, who tripped over a badly placed handcart. General Kielbasa, autocorrect! <laughs> so funny, I thought I'd leave it in. <coughs> Dropped the crossbow in a fit of shock and pain, and it rolled along the ground all wicked. Ah, pain! <laughs> Until it turned into a puddle, and then suddenly grew up and turned into the form of a human. I mean, he's a robot, but he's shaped like a human, you know what I mean. Steve won! (laughs) Shouted Mesa. Steve just stood there and adjusted his sunglasses. Cool it, bro, you're cramping my style. Meanwhile, the horse tromped up and stepped on Kilboss's head and probably crushed his head. It made a sickening crushing sound. Everybody, your best sickening crushing sound, please, together. It's delightfully probably crushed. Everybody thought this was funny, even Steve, who waved with his skeleton arm for everyone to get on the horse. Everyone got in the horse! Not on the horse, they got in the horse. Stever. Uh, does the horse have something to say about this? <laughs> Moving on quickly. Stever, only his friends could call him that, slapped the horse and they rode off into the glorious sunset. Beautiful music started to play, but there was one of those record scratchy sounds and it stops. Wait! Messiah interrupted. We totes forgot capitalized the alcohol. Chapter 3. Steve, Messiah, and the Our Hero, got, that's one word, by the way, the Our Hero, got out of the horse in front of the castle in Portoa, and everyone in town was there. <laughs> the teal guy, the teal girl, the pink guy, the pink girl, the guards, both shopkeepers, the innkeeper, the boat owner, the boat owner's daughter, literally everyone from town was there. <laughs> the wise men and everybody else must still be on their way. 
said the young robot wizard robot. Everyone was worried that the wise men might be late, except for Steve, who leaned against the corner of the shop and scoffed while rolling his eyes, remembering how he was toe mature for this crap. Our arrow then Our arrow. Took... Our arrow. <laughs> then took his sword out of Kelbest's foot and dialed the wise men on his sword magic phone. Wait, when did Kelbest get there? Did he they drag him in the horse? No, well, they like, we didn't say all of them, just really far. Oh, they did say everyone, that's true. Everyone got in the horse, I guess including Kelbest. <laughs> or at least his foot. Oh, oh, this is my turn, sorry. Excuse me, but wise men, are you coming to the aperty and also to do you have some of the alcohol? <laughs> and then I don't know who says this. I think it's the queen oh, of the Amazonas. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, zero, 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 zero. <laughs> huh? Huh? Said that townspeople. What is going on? Said our hero. Again, one word, capital O. The Queen of the Amazons, who are sometimes called the Amazing Ones because they're amazing and stuff, ran into town. Our hero. She said. We have an emergent... Oh. Emerging. Emergency. 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 Someone has stolen all to alcohol and stuff. That explains everything, shouted our hero. No wonder we can't find out. Oh, wait, no. Oh, there's no quotation mark here. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, am I? Uh... It's still you. No wonder. No wonder we can't find alcohol because someone must have stolen it. I wonder what was the person which stole it, though? It was me! Shouted Barry. Lol, see, Barry, I told you I'd work you in. Thanks for the great review. As he downed one alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gasped at the same time, except for Barry, who did not gasp, because he wasn't surprised. He was literally covered with alcohols. <laughs> OMG, Barry, why? Messiah was exceedingly upset. All he wanted was some alcohol. What? Al- alcohol. Was some alcoholo for the party, gosh darn it. And now there wasn't any left, because freaking Barry had stolen it all. <laughs> I just like the phrasing on that one. <laughs> Dude, what do we do now? I'm totally out of ideas. He said, turning to our hero, Caps. Well, I do not know, stated our hero. But perhaps if we ascertain Barry's response to our previous query, we might be able to not only discover his motivation for enacting a theft of all alcoholic beverages, but additionally the location of said beverages and how we might acquire them. Now that sounds like a robot. (laughs) Messiah had to admit that it was a fairly logical conclusion that our hero had put forth, and he set upon himself to wonder why he had not simply demonstrated patience with regards to Barry's response. Forthwith, Messiah resolved to attempt to improve his personal communication and socialization skills, as well as to reduce his interruptions of conversations in the future. Barry jumped down from a parapet and did a sweet backflip. (laughs) (laughs) Landing on the bridge in front of the castle, in front of everyone in town. I did it so that I could have an even cooler party with my friends, Bob the Echidna and XXX Darker Than Black XXX. And we're not going to give it up without a fight. 
The ground started shaking and Bob the Echidna exploded out of a hole, <laughs> flying into the sky before landing on the ground next to Barry, B-A-R-Y this time. Bob was wearing a They Might Be Giants shirt. Authors not. <laughs> Authors no, not. No, they aren't. <laughs> Bob thinks they might be giants is the coolest band ever and he says that they played Crystallis since they have that one song about a dude who lives on a floating island and that's basically the same thing as a floating tower XXX darker than black so like the process of burning something XXX slowly solidified out of a shadow on the ground he was an enigma without real shape or form in the hero's opinion he was low key a bamf whatever that means. Ah, thank you for making this not safe for work all of a sudden. Sorry. He wasn't going to admit that. XXX darker than black XXX. You didn't really give me a whole lot of details about what you even wanted, so I kind of made it up. I can totally change it if you don't like it. Just let me know, dude. All three, Barry, Bob the Echidna, and XXX darker than black XXX, then bumped fists and shouted their war crime. Alcho! Sparks flew out of their eyes, and lightning struck the horse. And then they formed out of thin airs. The Crystallis! The sword, not the game, lol. It's powered by alcohol. Don't forget to rate and review, but no flames, okay? If you don't T-apostrophe like this story, then don't read it, Polly Pio one And just for the record, I do have a life. <laughs> Chapter 4. Whoa, didn't see that coming, said Messiah, an electric guitar twanging in the background to illustrate his confusion. <laughs> I guess we will have to fight them. Ha, huh, here are. <laughs> also, and also, Steve. Our hero readied himself for battle. <laughs> but Steve, lowercase Steve, he's been demoted, wasn't worried, so he didn't even look up from his poetry that he had been writing. Who's speaking? Either one is me. But do I make the Steve voice or the Our Hero voice? I think that's Steve, probably, maybe. No, it's, um... No, because then Our Hero does something. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, two can play at that game. Saying that, the Our Hero held the Sword of Wind in one hand, the Sword of Fire in the other hand, the Sword of Water in another hand, and the Sword of Thunder in his last hand. The Sowards <laughs> all flew up into the sky and glowed pretty bright, and then turned also into Crystallis, but the real Crystallis, not the alcohol one. <laughs> um, yes, how do you pronounce, pronounce, how do you wow. pronounce it? See, this is, this is going to be the official pronunciation from now on. Oh, wait, okay. How, however this turns out, whichever way... Way. <laughs> Make it happen. You can do it. <laughs> it's pronounced Crystallis, you idiot! Screamed Barry! Double exclamation point. And they're... Sorry. Possessive there, there. Yes. There can't be two of them. One of them must be fake. I already said that, said the narrator. And lo and behold, lo and behold, he fake one explodes into a million sand. But this was part of our hero's plan, because everyone who wasn't wearing glasses got sand all in their eyes, which left only Messiah and Steve able to fight, as well as XXX darker than black XXX, because his body, being made of shadow, was sort of like having sunglasses all over himself. Messiah took his robot fist and tried to slam it into XXX darker than black XXX, but XXX darker than black XXX 
XXX was made of shadow that was XXX darker than black XXX. <laughs> and so all physical attackees were useless. But then lowercase Steve closed his book and shouted... No, 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 no. They, all physical attacks were unless. Oh, were unless. <laughs> they weren't even useless. They were just unless. <laughs> but then lowercase Steve closed his book and shouted... Laticus penetratus darkus. And behold, Steve, capital Steve's clothes, became dazzling white, and he floated up into the sky, and everyone was blinded. Steve, it's good you're here. Barry said. <laughs> we can make three tents. <laughs> one for you, one for, spelled like the number four. One for. hero, and one for Messiah. Barry didn't know what he was saying. He was so confused by the dazzling light. Now let's get this fight started. I don't know. There's Question like mark one, and lots of exclamation points. Oh, there's nothing we're supposed to say to unison. Oh, oh, was it all of us? Sorry. Oh, I, I just saw yeah, well, it's, Steve. It's, it's me and two of you, I think. Oh, okay. If somebody wants to join me. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Count three, three, three two, one. Countdown, okay? Three, two, one. Now, now let's, let's get, get this fight, fight started. Said Steve and Messiah and duh, our hero in unison as they all jumped with swords in hand at Barry and Bob and XXX darker than black XXX. Half an hour later. I, I like that one. Because what was it? Was it uh, Luigi and Daisy's that Journey of Love and Yeah. Yes. Also, I think that was supposed to be a biblical reference. Yep. It, it was. was a biblical reference, yeah. yes. It, I think. I think. Are we allowed to say, like, I don't know, are we allowed to say it? Because I'm pretty sure I, I remember some who talked about writing that one. That was Michael Gray. Yeah, that was yeah. Michael. <laughs> when I saw it, I was just like, oh, so good. Moving along. Ooh, that was tough, said our hero. He went over to Barry to ask what had really happened to the alcohol, but Barry had a sword in his leg, which made it difficult to talk. <laughs> Our, our hero decides, maybe he's got that kind of anatomy like that alien from Star Trek VI, you know, in the penal colony. Or, anyhow, <laughs> our hero decided that maybe some of his friends, like XXX Darker Than Bob, XXX, <laughs> <laughs> might know what was happening in the, his house. XXXXX Darker Than Bob, XXX, was writhing on the floor in pain. Our hero put a boot-clad foot on his chest and looked super scary. Where is the booze? He yelled, trying not to sound totes desperate at the point at which we are in this thing. I don't know. I don't. Bob cried. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like darker Than Bob, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bob cried. His tears were turning him from a super sweet shadow into a kind of lame-looking dude. Maybe that other guy knows. Now I need to have an identity crisis because I'm not a shadow anymore. He sobbed hysterically as our hero walked away, rolling his eyes. Presumably the hero rolling his own eyes and not, you know, the other guy. Our hero slapped Bob the... Our hero slapped Bob the enchilada. Where is the booze? She shouted loudly. I did not go through talking to the wise men, saving the world, and swapping out different sword powers like a million times just so I could have an alcohol-free Prohibition-era party. <laughs> I have the booze! 
shouted Mado from atop on top of the cats. <laughs> I meant Catsel. Catsel? <laughs> he rolled into a ball and crashed into things like he was also crashing the party. <laughs> oh, I forgot uh, a, a person on my list. Anna. What? Be, be, be the, the boat, boat guy. guy with his lamp. Not if I stop you first! Expunged the boat guy with his lamp. Nay! Screamed the horse recovering from the lightning and from having everyone inside. <laughs> I just pictured them opening the horse like a door, like a car. Maybe I'm like a Trojan horse. It, one yeah. horsepower vehicle. I get it. Our hero definitely remembered which one Mado was. After all, he was master of the Crystallis. In fact, he was about to explain everything he knew about Mado right now, this very moment. All who were present would totally have all the information that was important about Mado just as soon as our hero opened his all-knowing mouth. Chapter 5 Our hero opened his mouth and let out the biggest burp that anyone had heard ever. Everyone just kind of gave him really disgusted looks, except Barry, who is still on the ground now with a sword in his leg, and also that shadow guy whose identity crisis was ongoing. Sorry, now I will explain everything. <laughs> Mato is my son, from the future. He's from the far-off futuristic year of 2012, he has come here to the past in order to take over the world and find love and also ruin our party in the process. Find love? Asked the horse. Oh, I'm sorry, this is still me. Lol, I bet you guys thought I'd never get around to that, huh? Mado's eyes became literally hearts as he responded. Yes, and that person I love is here in this room now. <laughs> here, <laughs> like listening to you. Yes! Mado expositioned. Ever since my father, whose real name is 007 Phoenix Edgeworth, forever 2015. But that's way too cumbersome to keep saying, so we'll stick with our hero. Showed me a picture of Messiah in cryostasis. I have been overcome with longing for his long purple hair and elegant frame. Time is no boundary for the pureness of robot wizard love. And eventually, years from now, we will commence our relationship and boldly proclaim our mutual affection. But my father has fought again and again to keep us apart. Now I have used the power of alcohol to travel back to this moment and ruin my father's party in noble retaliation for his gross-minded cruelty. If Invader Zim were a dwarf... <laughs> author's note, I love Dragon Ball Z, especially Mirai Trunks, who is my fave! He has purple hair and can time travel, so I'm making it a rule that only people with purple hair can time travel. It's my fanfic, so I can do what I want. Chapter 6. Now we're using Roman numerals. <laughs> Author's note. Sorry, guys. Things got really crazy, and I had to spot writing for a while. You know how it is. Anyways, I forgot where I was going with this story, so let's jump right to when the party starts. <laughs> Said everyone at the party pumping their fists in unison. This is oh, indescribably great. You guys are all on the same wavelength. It's uncanny. The party was happening, and so was drinking the horse, who was a nurse. <laughs> there's a period there. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a period. But there's, but there's no, no space, space separating it. They might as well be the same word. The horse, who was a Norse horse, composed this epic Galdrag skull in praise of our hero. 
frozen man, Mado's bane, cloaked in salmon scale, cloaked in magic mail. Awake and rise, wellspurn leaf, mead spoke destiny dawns. Oak kin piper, pyramids blain. Here he counted Carmen, here he dusted Dragon, with storming scallion of season's temper. Now let the liquor flow. Scallion is an onion is a sword, right? Yes, in, in <laughs> Norse kennings, a battle onion is a sword. Because reasons. <laughs> that was a pretty sick rap, bro, diddly, said Steve as he brushed his fingers through his flowing hair. I've been known to bust a rhyme or two myself. The blonde-haired scoffed while the horse-faced gave a glare while the sunglasses won simply... I love these descriptions of people now. While the sunglasses won simply shook his head in disappointment. The heroed one simply heroed. The heroed one simply sat in the back, sipping his alcohol hall drink, sat satisfied with what they had accomplished this day. He stood up and tapped his the glass one to initiate a toast. Lesson number number one: Don't <laughs> tap glasses with swords. It shattered and broke the glass lol. So not the sword. So instead, our hero started to speechify without a glass. But just then, a loud noise interrupted the party, which was already pretty loud. He entered with the fervor, the British fervor, of a thousand fangirls spotting their prey. How dare you bypass my superiorly compelling plotline? Mado <laughs> bellowed as he Samus errand into the room like a humanoid pinball. He rolled up onto the table and stood up in human form instead of ball form. Messiah! He pointed as powerfully as one could point a finger. I am here to confess my love for you! This is everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Lol. Lol. Said our hero Steve, Barry, Bob the Echidna, XXX, Dark of the Black, XXX, the horse Harry and Hermione Potter crossover, comma, <laughs> other party guests, and General Kel Beast, who was not dead and decided to come to this party because it was the best party after all. But not Messa. Messia, oh my goodness, just smiled evilly. Sorry, time traveler. But I'm actually your mother from the future, so I cannot date you. Plus, you're not very nice. Losers! With that, Messiah puffed into a cloud of purple smoke and disappeared. He probably time-traveled. <laughs> Messiah threw his hand up in frustration. How could this happen to me? Shouted him. <laughs> Chapter 7 even. It's like 7 written out, but with a 7 instead of an S. 7. Author's note. Okay, guys, look, this is my fan fiction, and if you don't like that Harry and Harmonica are married, then, then you can just buzz off, because this is my fan fiction, and I can change things if I wanted to. Anyways, please enjoy Chappie 7. <laughs> I'm literally dying. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. I'm good. We need to have a wizard meeting. Said the R... We can't even muster our hero anymore. Said the R-her hero to the wise men, and also Harry and Hermione, who were visiting Portoa on their honeymoon. Ho honeymoon. <laughs> their honeymoon. <laughs> the young wizard robot lead the group away from the party and into the secret door that went to the secret tunnel passage from the part of the game where you find out that the queen was actually Asina and also the fortune teller. 
Okay, guys, I think at least four of us have been in love before, so what's going on? I'm looking at you, Asina and Kensu and Harry and Hermione, seriously, or sorry, Her- Hermoine, that time? Hermoine. Hermoine. Uh, seriously, what do we do about Maddo and Masissa? What do you think? As one of the four wise men and the only girl. Asina womaned. <laughs> I think we should give Mesa some <laughs> Some time alone. Besides, Mado blew up because we stabbed him with magic for interrupting our party and making a guest time travel away. But I didn't blow up. Exploded the sorceress Sabera out of nowhere. Well, you are super hot, Harry said. His wife slapped him. No, that's not what I meant, he said. He patted out the flames on his shirt sleeve as he was the closest to Sabera when she showed up. Sabera, <laughs> why are you interrupting our secret wizard meeting? I mean, yeah, you're a wizard, I think, and I, and also maybe a robot, I don't really know, but you weren't invited. Said R, <laughs> said R the hero, wizard. Because. Sabera subordinate clausd. You need a woman's perspective, and I am the only non-familial woman who has ever spent a significant amount of time with Mado. In fact, we used to date, but I was just too hot for him to handle. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, know what I mean, know what I mean? I mean, he got burned. I I like how the same person acting Sabera is the same person acting Mado, having a relationship with oneself. Everyone gasped a collective sigh. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we should apologize for blowing up your ex-boyfriend. Our hero marked. And for blowing you up the last time when I thought I killed you. He remarked. That's okay for the second thing. Second Sabrina thing. said. <laughs> Honestly, it looks like... That's still me. Well, There's no the quote, but marks? it should be me. How does a narrator know? <laughs> you should just know. Honestly, it looks like no one that you killed stayed killed, except for the ones who are dead. So I guess it isn't really that big a deal. I'm still peeved about the first thing, though. <laughs> the one thing? One thing. <laughs> one, uh, one. Is that how we're doing that? I, I would say it one um, and I would also say that no one you killed stated killed. <laughs> stated killed. Sabera looked around at the wise men and the young robot wizard and the young human wizards. Remember Harry and Hermione are still there because they came along too. Wrong too, but they still came along. Who were all standing around awkwardly and decided to continue. Yes, anyway, Mido has trouble expressing his feelings, which can make things difficult. You'll think things are going great, and then he just goes quiet and bulls up like something's wrong. And then he starts rolling around and throwing ninja stars, which does not help the situation. Reminds me of Mido from The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. No, no, no. It's Ocarina Time. (laughs) Said someone. (laughs) Legend of Zelda, it's Ocarina Ocarina Time. (laughs) Said someone. We need to help Mido express his feelings through our therapy. Sabera said, slamming a platelet down on the table. That is to say, she hit the table so hard she left a cellular imprint. I think that was one of the sections where we switched off writers and the person had no idea how to work platelets into it. (laughs) To help sink his mind, body, and feels, our only option is interpretive dance. Well, either that or macaroni collages. Hermione huffed. I'm not going to try an accent. (laughs) (laughs) And just how do you propose we help Mato express his feelings if the party guests are still covered in his exploded pixels? That didn't come out right. So Harry Myony, that's Harry and Hermione, like Brangelina is Angelina Jolie with a bran muffin, left the room in embarrassment. (laughs) 
Just then, Dale the Rabbit stumbled in from the party with a lampshade on his head and said, Dudes, comma, comma, you have got to come see this. Except he's a rabbit, so everyone just heard, Q, Q. I think he wants us to see something said our hero, who could speak <laughs> rabbite. So they all, well, I forget who's even in here, went back to the party and gaped in awe at the site, like location, that they saw. Author's note, wonder what they saw? Read the next chapter to find out! Lots of exclamation points and oddly placed brackets. <laughs> and slashes. Yes, those two. Uh, Chipater 8 is super great. <laughs> Author's note, Thanks for all the great reviews, guys. Ha ha! And yeah, I know that the e-hero uses telepathy to talk to the rabbits, but I like to think that he also learned to speak the rabbit language in the process because that's just the kind of guy he is. Anyway, on with the show. (laughs) Noon could believe their eyes as they gazed up in the sky, but the flying castle that they had just destroyed was back and better than ever. Castle? Yes, a castle? White castle? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Said someone who was there. It even has a moat. How does a floating castle even have a moat? <laughs> as, the castle, as the castle flew overhead. It's kind of like zeal, you know, in Chrono Trigger. Overheard. As, um, the, as the castle flew overheard. Thank you. I, I almost missed that. As the castle flew overheard, the water from the moat suddenly stopped defying gravity and fell right on their heads. Lol, how unexpected. Well, we don't know how it had a moat, said another persona, totally different from the first person, who was in turn different from the third person. But we sure as H-E double hockey stick know why. Because someone wants to rain all over our party, exclaimed Asina literally and metaphorically. We had to go on a quest just to... Oh. Wait, oh, is is this... this... No, that's Asina still. (laughs) Okay, okay. Doesn't matter that she wasn't there for the questing. Yeah. We had to go on a quest just to find the booze. We keep losing party guests, and no one our hero kills stays dead. Not even the floating tower. And to top it all off, now everyone is wet. This was supposed to be a love story. It could still be a love story. Our hero said, putting his arm around Asina in a very romantic way. But we need to save the world first. Meanwhile, Kensu is nowhere to be found to be indignant about the situation. That's a good point. (laughs) Authors nope. That's enough romance to make this count as a love story, right? Because people were complaining the story doesn't deserve the romance tag, or or the western tag either. I'm sorry, but I don't know how to remove tags, so... (laughs) Also, actually, wasn't Kensu mentioned... He was mentioned. Yeah, he's... Chapter (laughs) 8.5, The Chappening. (laughs) Well, if I listen to my hero gut... We need to get back up to that tower and bring it down again. Our hero said, everyone nodded, uh, uh, we're just going to go with it, everyone nodded off in agreement. (laughs) Then, as like the tower was listening to them, it suddenly fell out of the sky and crushed Harry and Hermione and XXX darker than black XXX and everybody else who didn't need to be in the love story anymore. Then a big drawbridge escalator came out of the tower and landed right in front of our hero, who could not believe who was standing at the top and clearly responsible for the whole fiasco. Which is a fiesta fiasco, I'm so clear. Clever. <laughs> Chapter 9, which is poorly laid out Roman numerals because it's V-I-I-I-I. 
Our hero <laughs> stared up the escalator at the person who was coming down and could faintly make out a pinkish-purplish kind of figure off in the distance, wearing sunglasses and riding the railing down in a slow but steady descent. Decent. Slow but steady decent. Thank you. You're keeping me honest. I couldn't take it, said a familiar and cool voice. We spent so much time together, fighting side by side. You and I were like brothers. But you never looked at me, and then Mano had the audacity to step in where you feared to tread. So I've brought the tower back, and I'm ending it all here and now. Captain Bartholomew, I always knew you would be the bag guy. Erupted our hero. <laughs> I'll also point out that of all of the miserably misspelled words in this fan fiction, the one that my spell checker chooses to point out is tread. Mine is pointing out bag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the newly turned villain stood questioningly as this was not his moniker, but decided against explaining it since this was the eve of battle, and he figured his foreshadowing was good enough for any readers to figure out who he was. Captain Bartholomew, meanwhile, dropped all the bags he was holding and ran back inside the castle. The Portoa castle, not the flying one, which was technically actually a tower, and it was no longer flying at the moment. Turn around, young wizard robot. Messiah is right over there, coming out of the castle that was flying again, but crashed twice now. Said Asina to the young robot wizard. Our hero turned around and saw Messiah coming, finally reaching the bottom of the escalator and hopping off the railing. Bad news, bad news, Messiah said. I just got off the telephone with the four wise men. They said that... Explosions happened! Pow, 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 pew, pew, pew. That was my only, uh... (laughs) Well, I guess that wasn't matter anymore, Messiah said, looking at the explosions with all of the alarm. <laughs> we need to make another plan, quickly, to the horse. They started that poor horse. They started to run back to the field, but then they were hit by a piece of shrapnel. <laughs> Charge! Messiah shouted, hauling My himself. battle plan is a little improv- <laughs> improvisational. <laughs> Messiah shouted, hauling himself to his feet and charging toward the hose. Messiah began charging up his sword, but without the bracelet equipped so he wouldn't waste his MP. <laughs> Our hero was confused by the sudden change of topic. It was all happening so fast that he could barely grasp his own feelings. Which I suspect is one of the other writers jumping in saying, I don't know where this story's going anymore. I can help you grasp your feelings. Your feelings of despair and powerlessness. Shouted Carmine the sorcerer, who was waiting until just this moment to prove that he, too, hadn't been killed hard enough by our hero in the actual game. But then the floating tower, which was the thing that was exploding a few sentences ago, obviously, got up in the air just long enough to float over Carmine and then fall again and crush him to depth. (laughs) (laughs) Now no one can interrupt my conflicted love story of vengeance, said Messiah! Our hero shrugged and decided to just go along with the flow of the story. He took... (laughs) It's self-aware. He took another (laughs) long drink from his alcohol bottle and asked, So, Messiah, what's up with you? Messiah cast Paralyze on a passing flying pineapple tentacle monster (laughs) and sat down on it with a pensive look. I just feel like, after all we've been through with... 
what with destroying the world and coming back to life a hundred years later and saving the world from evil we created and looking like heroes because no one was alive to remember that we were the ones who did it in the first place. I just thought that maybe, maybe we could have been a little closer. What do you mean? You've been like a brother to me all this time. Said the hero? Question mark? No. I mean, I want to be even closer than brothers. Whispered Mensa. <laughs> like all of Mensa. <laughs> As the sun was setting behind the burning and exploding castle in the sunset for the second time that day, the two young robot wizards were back where they started as they stared deeply into each other's no apostrophe eyes, sparkling in the sunset. One hundred years after they sealed the world's fate, they had finally sealed their hearts. There was a big silence. You mean super glue? said our idiot. Let's use our change magic and make passionate romance as Akana or evil soldiers or something. PG-13 Messiah. Gulp. Chapter 10, written out with Roman numerals in the form of chapter V, I-I-I-I-I. It was awesome. The end. <laughs> so, this bravo. Is so this bravo. Is a congratulations. Story. <laughs> so thank you everyone for joining us for this journey of love and it was a tale of love i think right um whatever this journey entail was thank you for joining us thank you to all of the game cola staff for contributing to this wonderful work of art and we hope that you'll join us next time on hacks and slash For more Hacks and Slash and other podcasts from the Game Cola crew, be sure to find us on iTunes, rate us highly, otherwise we're not on iTunes, as Game Cola. You can also find, occasionally, some of these podcasts ported to YouTube at gc.net. You can also find our actual internet website, HTTP, all of the funny stuff that goes after that, GameCola.net. We have a Twitter, we have a Tumblr, we have other things. Just type in Game Cola on your Googles, you'll find us. I got so caught up in the moment. <laughs> do, you, do you want to go back and actually in unison your house party and then take back from there? Should, should we? I think so. Okay. okay. Right. Should so, we do a count? So I'll say, like, I'll do three, two, one, and then house party, okay? Okay. Like, three, two, one, oh, house party. party. You guys are so bad at this. Do that again. <laughs> it sounded It sounded in sync to me, Okay. <laughs> I, well, okay, am I, am I am I recording. Am I more behind? As as I'm the one who's recording, technically, I can I can layer them over okay. each other. <laughs>